Hello, and welcome back to the sixth episode of the Other 99% Podcast, where we take a step back from the 1% gains that society has become obsessed with, and instead talk about the other 99%. Throughout this series, we'll discuss everything from nutrition, to sleep, training methods, work-life balance, leadership, and mental health. Hello, hello, and welcome back. And as I just said, this is episode number six. It's been a really uh, good fortnight for the podcast. Our bank of listeners has increased again, which is absolutely awesome, because what that means is that those of you tuning in now are talking about this, you're sharing it with other people, and I'm just really, really grateful for every single person that's done that. Another exciting development is the introduction of our Instagram page, and whilst I wouldn't uh, say it's gone exactly viral just yet, <coughs> uh, it is in existence. So if you're interested in getting insights into what's coming up in the future, as well as additional fitness, health and lifestyle content, as well as this podcast, then please do visit us at the dot other 99% and that's all spelt out, so that's no symbols. I would like to start the podcast in a slightly different way from now on, so each episode I'll share what I call my hypes and gripes um, that I've experienced since the last episode. So the hypes are, are really positive experiences or really good things that I've come across um, or have have sort of sent my way, and the gripes are things that have kind of got under my skin a little bit, um, but we'll try and keep these super focused on, on fitness and health. <clears throat> So I'll start with my hype, putting the best foot forwards and all that, kicking off in a really positive way. Um, as some of you know, I'm a massive lover of cricket and a bit of a die-hard Somerset Crew Club fan. Um, and watching them play in the T20 Blast against Lancashire two days ago and winning the way that they did was, was just brilliant. Um, but the thing I love most about this was the support that comes with this team playing. The community spirit that they generate on a larger scale is exactly what we've touched on over the past few weeks with having that support network, sharing experiences and enjoying the good moments. And yeah, it was just incredible to watch. So that was my hype for the week. And my gripe uh, relates quite closely to why I started this podcast in the first place. So I was just having a, a casual conversation with someone and they were talking me through their training plan and some of it sounded just a little bit out there uh, in terms of some of the content and the methods and when I asked them, you know, where did you come across this? The answer was, I've drawn it from TikTok influencers. Sharing unresearched, unsubstantiated nonsense that doesn't serve any purpose other than to try and make them stand out uh, for their brands and their followers, basically. Um, so I wasn't a huge fan of that, and we did chat a few things through afterwards uh, and came to a bit more of a sensible kind of conclusion. So that was ended up well, but that was my gripe that, you know, there is still a lot of this going on. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's the gripe, but it's out of the way, and now we can move on to the week's episode. I was actually discussing just this podcast and the concepts and the ideas behind it with a friend um, about sort of the direction we could go in, ideas for upcoming episodes, etc. And it was really, really productive. And I love talking all things strength and conditioning, health, fitness, especially with people that know more than I do, just because it's a brilliant learning opportunity. And the conversation began at quite a high level, discussing um, some, some elite athletes, uh, etc., and what they go through and how that relates to the everyday person. But then um, we moved on to how you can adapt that to the rest of the population. But the further and further we got into this, the idea of exercise, <clears throat> health and fitness and, and adherence to those things, we concluded that the motivations are up there with the most important thing. 
so you could have the most detailed and comprehensive training and nutrition plan that's tailored just to you, periodized over a number of weeks and months to give you every opportunity to progress and improve. But if you're not motivated to engage with the plan, then it might as well not be there. <clears throat> so the conversation went on to discuss the benefits of the five wise root cause analysis. So this method, this isn't something I'd, I'd come across before, but I actually found it really interesting when I looked into it a bit more. And the basic uh, makeup of this is that if you start with the thing you want to achieve, and for argument's sake, we'll take losing weight, and you ask yourself why you want to do that, you get an answer. Will you repeat this process four more times, and eventually you get the root cause. So we had a go at it for a couple of different scenarios, and it's actually quite difficult. So if you go away and try this after listening to the episode, don't be too hard on yourself. It does take a bit of time to get used to. But on top of that, you need to be really, really honest with yourself and the answers you give. You know, you're not share. You don't have to share these with anybody. Um, so do be honest, and that's where you're going to find out your ultimate why. There's no right or wrong answer because it's your motivation and yours alone. So whatever you come up with, that's what's right for you. Perfect. There are lots of reasons that you you want to identify your why. Um, and that sticking to a new course of action can be difficult, whatever that is, whether it's a change in nutrition habits, a new exercise regime, or you're training for your next event, it isn't always easy. And everywhere you look, there are reasons for not sticking to your word and defaulting back to your normative behaviors. And as easy as this may be, ultimately, you'll end up unhappy with this lack of transition. And I know this, because if you were truly happy with how things were, you wouldn't have sought out a change in the first place. So I think it's important to note that having a slip in motivation or returning to those normal behaviours is 100% normal. And to be honest, it, it would actually be a bit unusual if it didn't happen. Change is uncomfortable and we're not programmed as humans to enjoy discomfort. If you think about all the inventions and creations that appear nowadays, I can't think of any that are designed to make life more challenging for people. But what's important is that when this does almost inevitably happen, you don't just sort of sack it all off and give up for another six to 12 months before having to start again because it just gets harder and harder every single time you do that. So remembering your why is one of the things that will enable you to get back on the right path much, much faster. And we've spoken before about goal setting, short term, medium term, long term, and encountering a setback doesn't mean that you need to alter that long term goal. It's still there, it's still the thing you want to ultimately achieve, but it might mean that you need to adjust or repeat your short term goals. Motivations are something that we'll absolutely come back to at other points in the year as well. However, I think this is a really uh, important time of the year and that I've found from both personal uh, experience and from the experiences of others when things tend to become more difficult. We're coming to the end of the summer months, although it could be argued that winter's already begun with the weather we've had recently. But as the days become shorter, colder, more windy, wetter, our list of reasons to not engage with health and fitness and exercise increase. And this is where you need to really focus on your why. Your why is the reason you're, you, it's why you got going and it needs to remain strong and be the focus and the reason behind the choices you make. For some days it really doesn't make sense to exercise outside. It's dark, it's wet, it's cold and possibly unsafe as a result of those things. So please don't think that I'm saying you should always go out in every single condition with no regard to your personal safety whatsoever. But if lockdowns have taught us anything, it's that you can accomplish a lot just by training indoors. You don't need a lot of space, you don't need a lot of equipment to do this either. 
So if you do want some ideas on how to do that, please do get in touch with me via the email or through the social media channels. I mentioned earlier about adjusting your short-term goals and there's little doubt that as we move into the autumn and winter months the weather will deteriorate but don't underestimate the sense of achievement that, that can come from completing a workout or achieving your goal in more trying conditions. Going out when it's a bit rainy or the temperature is far from comfortable and doing what you set out to can, can give you that extra boost and personally I get a real hell yeah I did that just from running in the rain versus running in the sunshine. It's that element of completing something when the odds are slightly more stacked against you can help boost that sense of satisfaction. And then in turn, that reinforces your why and the belief that you have in that. The stronger your why and the more belief you have in yourself, the greater the motivation to get out there and the greater the satisfaction when you move closer to achieving it. So it's this, this self-serving cycle. Your why doesn't have to remain the same either. As we grow older and our priorities shift, so does our why. A great example of this could be having children. It's not uncommon for people to want to lose a bit of weight or start eating more healthily just to set a positive example to their children or actually just to help you keep up with them as they grow older. With this in mind, you may wish to repeat the five whys root cause analysis every few months just to check in with yourself and your motivations and that might help you adapt your training. Identifying your why and using it as a motivator to overcome obstacles will also help develop resilience and resilience is actually defined as the ability to recover quickly from difficulty and toughness. Each time you encounter a setback but immediately get back on your path you develop and improve your resilience. The idea of resilience can be transferred across pretty much every scenario you can think of. But mental resilience, mental toughness, I think is one of the most important qualities a person can possess. And Babe Ruth once said, it's hard to beat someone who never gives up. That person needs to be you. It might not be you right now, but that's all right, we're the other 99%. As long as you're aware of it, and possibly even use some of the lessons from this podcast to help you stay true to your why, you will get there eventually. And I think it's an important message that translates across all the elements of your life, uh, whether it's sort of lifestyle or your health, your fitness, your career, your family, all of those things. It's likely that you're going to encounter difficulties. And each time you deal with these things, you bounce back and keep moving forwards. You get that little bit stronger next time. And that's what this podcast is all about, just being a little bit better next time as you move towards your goal. I recently watched the Breaking 2 documentary again. Um, it's all about how the Nike Oregon project tried to break the two hour marathon with three elite athletes. It's really, really good. I'd highly recommend it to you. Um, but there's a quote that I want to sort of paraphrase from there. Um, I have all the information that can be known about the physiology, the economy and the equipment, the ergonomics for this athlete. I can quantify all of those things. That is my job. But when it comes to mental strength and drive, I have no way to quantify this. I don't believe there is a way to quantify mental capacity in this context. However, I also don't think that anyone can look past the importance of it. Elliot Kipchoge, the man that ultimately did break the two hour marathon barrier, is quoted saying, athletics is not so much about the legs, it's about the heart and the mind. If you can truly identify your why, feel it, believe in it, and allow it to be your strongest motivator, you'll ultimately keep bouncing back, 
keep moving forwards and continue to grow and develop in all that you do. So let's quickly reflect on today. Your why must be stronger than your strongest excuse. We talked through a method that can help you identify your true why, your overarching motivator for your choices and behaviour. And resilience is key, but it's earned. You need to remember why you started so that when things do become more challenging, you're able to push through those barriers and achieve success. Thank you very much, as always, for taking the time to listen to this episode, and I genuinely appreciate all the feedback, so please do get in touch. Um, I'd love to hear how you're getting on with your journeys. Uh, If you have any ideas for future episodes, I'd love to hear um, all of those. So please do keep passing on to your friends, your families and colleagues, and help spread the word. I look forward to having you all here again next time. Bye for now.